Hey everyone and welcome back to the Purposeful Mindset Podcast. I hope by now you've subscribed to this podcast and I'm excited to share yet another episode with you. This podcast is all about creating the future of servant leadership and help more people to find their true purpose and meaning to life. Today I have another amazing guest to share their wisdom with you all. His name is Ben Newman and he's a highly regarded performance coach, international speaker and best-selling author whose clients include Fortune 500 companies around the world, business executives, sales organizations and professional athletes in the NFL, NBA, UFC and many other sporting agencies. Ben serves as a mental conditioning coach and his authentic, powerful and engaging storytelling has become internationally recognized as he has shared the stage with many other successful individuals which we hear of today. One of his greatest sayings is our circumstances in life are much less significant than our responses to them. Without further ado, let's get straight into this chat. Ben, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I'm so grateful that I was able to get you onto the podcast. I remember that the first time I actually saw your message, it was actually from a comment that you left when I first launched this podcast, which made me super grateful because the first, imagine launching a podcast and the first comment you get on Instagram is from yourself and obviously seeing your account. I was like, who's this person? I'm, I'm going to keep it real. I, I didn't yeah. actually know who you was at all. Uh, just just me being honest and then after I looked into who he was and I was like wow like this person is super inspiring the things that you've achieved in your life is so amazing so thank you so much I'm so grateful for this time you're going to have on here to share your wisdom well I I appreciate that and I try to try to pay attention on social media and I certainly try to be inspired myself I think that's something to remember is that no matter what we do or where we've been it's you know, it's continuing to be inspired, continuing to work on ourselves. That's why I'm constantly reading books. That's why I still have two coaches. So no matter what we achieve, we got to stay sharp and, you know, be inspired by great people. So I, I appreciate being with you and all your listeners, Sadiq. Thank you so much. And just, just on that, actually, like one of the questions I really want to start off with is why is it that like individuals like yourself, like you just said, you have two coaches and you're constantly in that mindset of growth. How, like, I just want, I was just always curious to know why is it like someone like yourself takes the time out for just people like me that are just starting in the journey, like giving us your precious time out of your busy schedule to just be on a podcast and, and just share value. I've always wanted to know from from people like yourself like of someone that's so busy that's like achieving so much greatness in your life and you know just be, seeing your content is so amazing in the last month or so not knowing who you were and now yeah. kind of like even this is the first conversation we're going to have but because of all your content i feel like you're like like my older brother now you <laughs> so like i just i'm just curious to know that yeah so i you know i, I appreciate you saying those things and you know, here, here's what I'll share with you is, you know, I was just getting started at one point in time too. And, you know, what you just said, you said, this is just a podcast. Well, it's not just a podcast. It's your podcast. And, you know, your podcast is a great podcast and everybody's ideas are great ideas. As long as you put the energy and the passion that you have behind them. And I remember my mentor, uh, so I got two coaches and then I got a lot of mentors too, right? <laughs> so it's constantly trying to get better one of my mentors is a guy by the name of John Gordon. And John had always shared with me, he's like, you know, make time to give back, you know, make time to <clears throat> go on interviews when people reach out to you. And so, 
you know, sometimes the schedule is crazy and I'm in the middle of a crazy schedule right now, but I was more than happy to take the time and I'm excited for you for this journey that you're on, you know, cause I remember 13 years ago, I'm that overnight success, 13 years. And yeah. I feel like I, I feel like I'm still just getting started, but you know, I, I remember 13 years ago when I was given talks for free and, and, you know, just getting started myself. So I, I understand the feeling and happy to help, but I'm excited for you. Thank you so much. I'm super grateful. And, and it, just like you said, actually, you kind of remind me of where I am right now and kind of just grounded me because I'm actually at that stage right now, you know, being a speaker and just starting off my speaking career where I am going and doing speaking gigs for free. Like any, any school, university um, or workplace or event in the whole of London now, if anyone reaches out to me, I'm literally like, yes, you know, I'll do it. <laughs> I don't want anything for it. I just want to serve. I, uh, and I, I, I remember those days, and uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, I hope that all of your listeners can pay attention to your passion and your energy, because that's what it takes to achieve success in anything. And anybody listening right now, you know, we all know the things that we need to do. The question becomes, how hungry are you, and are you willing to actually follow through and do the things that you know you need to do? Most people say that they want success. They say that they want to be a speaker but they're unwilling to actually go and give of themselves to get those reps in and to build their, their voice and to build their communication style. Most people say they want it, but they're unwilling to do that work. So I think it's great. Thank you so much. I mean, yeah, I, I totally resonate with that. A lot of the, like one of my, something that I, when I started looking into your content, one of the topics that kept coming up that you speak about a lot is taking action, right? Is that burn, is that fire, is that passion? And yeah. I still resonate with that because my message as a speaker as well, like I have a lot of natural energy and like, I, and I just want to give back. And I think a lot of speakers, obviously every speaker is different in their own way, but I'm one of those that just want to have a lot of energy just to give back and serve mankind and just, just want to help, you know, because I want to help, not because someone's forcing me to help. But, like, talk to me a little bit about how can someone listening right now actually take more action and not just keep talking? Well, I, I think the key is, is, you know, a lot of people, they don't necessarily connect consistently enough to that burn. Yeah. And so when you say the burn, you know, that's the name of our, our YouTube show. And let me define that a little bit for everybody you know, so many speakers that do what I do, that do what you do, they talk about purpose, they talk about why. But most people, they don't connect to that burn. That burn is that underlying white hot reason why. It's actually what lights that purpose, lights that why on fire that causes you to take the necessary action to go to get the results that you dream of. And most people don't connect consistently enough to the burn. Far too often, they allow their feelings to dictate how they show up. They allow the uncertainties, the doubts, the things that have maybe happened in their past to dictate how they show up today. And the key is you got to stay connected to that burn. you got to light that purpose on fire every single day, and you have to take the necessary action. Nothing great happens without action. Whether we are selling widgets, whether you're going you want to go write and film and direct movies, whether you want to have a podcast, if you don't take action, if you wouldn't have reached out to me, which is an action step, we wouldn't be here right now. Exactly. So everybody has to take action and don't focus on the results, focus on the action and drive that action consistently and your results will come. I love that. I love that. Cause one of the things I actually believe in a lot and I do every day, people on my Instagram and that follow me, they know me as this guy that always takes action. Like when I started this podcast, like I literally said, I'm going to start a podcast randomly after coming back from an event in London. And I was like, I'm just going to start a podcast, guys. And I did it in two weeks. 
I just took action. I went out there, bought a mic, I bought a MacBook, and I just was like, I'm going to do this. I had no, I didn't know I'm going to be with, with you right now on this call. You know, I didn't know I'm going to have the guests that I'm bringing on the podcast now at all. I just thought, I'm just going to figure it out, guys, and I'm going to see how it goes. And honestly, I think one of the things I've learned so much about having a podcast is just being in a conversation with people like yourself and just learning from people constantly every day. And not just that, it's even the behind the scenes that everyone doesn't see when I'm up at 12, one o'clock AM in the morning, emailing and messaging people like, I would love to have you on my podcast. Like people don't see the behind the scenes, as you said, like they don't see the overnight success. They just see the end result, right? Yeah. <clears throat> no, they, they see the overnight success, right? Most people see what somebody oh, sorry, has yeah. and, and, they, and they think that it's the overnight success. And, yeah. you know, I, I know a lot of your, your followers, uh, and I know for you, you like the real football, which is what we call <laughs> soccer in, in the United States. <laughs> and, and let me share an example in the United States, right? So we call football a little different, right? And so football in the United States, there's a collegiate football program. It's Alabama football. And it's one of the top collegiate sports programs in the history of college sports. And I've had the blessing of working within that organization for the last two years. And many people, they're always like, well, how do you get to Alabama? How do you get to Alabama? Well, it's because I started working for my high school basketball team in 2011. Yeah. Right. And so most people, they think that you just show up and you have great opportunities. They don't realize the hard work, the consistent work, the giving of yourself that it takes in order to open up those doors to those opportunities. And so I think it's important that, you know, we continue to reiterate to individuals, don't take the easy way. Nobody wants the easy way because the easy way is not sustainable long-term and you won't develop the habits that are going to cause you to have long-term success. 100% 100% yeah totally agree with that but I mean talk to talk to me a little bit about your story because I know like I know you probably shared it a thousand times on every podcast now but just for my listeners that that don't actually know who you are but most of the most of my listeners are from the UK and also from the US as well but just for those listening to this podcast right now could you share just briefly like a little bit about your story because I've, I've I actually watched a couple of your videos and I know your story now and it just honestly speaking like my my hair on my arms like <clears throat> lift when I heard your story from I know about your mother and stuff, but I want to, I really want you to kind of share that. And, uh, cause I think yeah, um, a lot, uh, more, more, more than, more than happy to, but I'll, I'll tell you my, my story, right? So my story is the fact that I'm an old soul and what many people, um, I, I want them to understand before I start to share my stories, everybody's story, each and every single one of us has a story. And I know in the highlights and you're going to share all kinds of great things that you want people to hear about me. But the reality is I've been through some tough stuff in my life, as have all of your listeners. And, you know, I've had great coaches to pick me up off that battle life one more time than I've been knocked down. And, and, and that's life, and challenge and adversity. And I had to grow fast, just like a lot of your listeners have had challenge and adversity. And, and growing up fast was a result of my parents being divorced at six months old, never knew my parents together. And then my mother was diagnosed with a disease called amyloidosis when I was five years old. And so it was 1983. And for those of you that don't know what amyloidosis is, each and every single one of you in your muscle, you have amyloids. If you were to have an excess of amyloids, you have a disease called amyloidosis. And at the time of my mother's diagnosis, there were only two hospitals in the United States treating the disease, the Mayo Clinic in Minnesota and the Boston Medical Center. And for some reason, my mother's team of doctors chose Boston, and my mother goes to Boston and meets a woman by the name of Dr. Martha Skinner. 
And Dr. Skinner proceeded to tell my mother, you're only the second woman under 40 years old we've ever seen or heard of having this disease. And they gave my mother two to four years to live. And, you know, when you face challenge and adversity, how do you respond? You know, because I found that individuals respond to challenge and adversity determines the story that you write. And my mother decided to take out this old blue meat notebook. And she wrote down, beat the statistics, beat the odds, live with the disease as chronic and fatal. Believe in yourself, combat anything, purpose in life. And my mother burned. Her purpose became to fight for her two boys, no matter how much pain she experienced. And my story is tough on the ears, and it might not be what everybody expected. But the reality is I had to grow up fast because we had 24-hour nursing care in our home by the time I was seven years old. My mother's old TV room was turned into a hospital room. Yet every single night without fail, my mother would come from that, that TV room to the dining room table, whether it took one nurse or two nurses with an IV stand in tow, and she'd put one foot in front of the other, one foot in front of the other, one foot in front of the other. And so she made it to the head of that dining room table as the leader of our family. And my mother would look us dead square in the eye. She'd look at my older brother, Drew, and say, Drew, how was your day at school? And then she would pan over to the left and she would look me dead square in the eyes and she would say, honey, how was your day at school? And my mother taught me what it means to fight. She taught me what it means to have passion. She taught me what it means to have, have conviction in life. And if you paid attention, she called me honey because I was the younger son, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I have to get you to laugh a little bit because I know this is tough stuff on the ears. And, you know, on November 2nd, 1986, my mother took the pen that she was writing with in that journal and she passed it on to my brother and I to continue to write her story. And that's where my fire comes from. That's where my passion comes from is that we've all been through challenge. We've all been through adversity, but helping people connect to what drives you, to what your passion is, to what that burn is so that you never stop fighting as you write your story. I love that so much. I mean, like you said, it is, it is probably going to be quite a tough story for everyone to listen to, but the, the realness from your story and the fact, I think the, the most important thing that I resonate with the most from your story is when you said your mother handed that pen and the book to you and your brother, and that's when you realized, like, crap, you know, and, like, this is we got to do it, man. Like we, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta leave this legacy and, and change our life for the better to, to make them proud, you know, wherever they, when they're looking down from the heavens, like we have to make them, uh, the, the people that love us the most, we have to make them proud. And I think a lot of people actually that I speak to always say that the most negativity in their life comes from their parents or comes from their siblings or their family members. What, what's your say on that? I mean, what would you, what's the advice that you'd give people that have negativity from their parents or from their, like, their actual household? Well, I, I feel like I'm becoming a, uh, an, an old man these days. <laughs> and uh, the, the, the older I get and the longer I make it into life, you know, sometimes you, you realize that we have to have respect for ourselves. And, you know, no matter what the relationship is, I, I think it's important that there's a mutual respect for each other, whether it's family, whether it's friends and there's love and there's, you know, genuine interest in each other. And, you know, I've been blessed to have great family. I've been blessed to have great mentors. I've been blessed to have great coaches, those individuals to pick me up off that mat of life on those days that I didn't want to do it. And I've had tremendous family challenges. Uh, and, and those are things that I've had to work through. And some of those are still a, a constant work in progress, but it, it's honoring you know, yourself and having respect for yourself and, and, and making sure, because the older you get, you realize you've got less time. Mm. So we got to make sure that, you know, the individuals in our life are truly loving us and supporting us and that we're giving that love and support back. 
That's so true, so true. I think, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right because at the end of the day, they are, they're your family, they are your parents. Something that I usually say is if, if you do have negativity from your family and your parents, then, like, leave your house. Not as in, like, leave your home. I mean, like, leave your house every day and go and work on your passion so, you, so you're not surrounded by that energy. Because um, I think for most people nowadays, especially for, I would say, millennials and the people that are, like, my age in their 20s to 30s, um, they, they, they probably... <clears throat> I believe anyway, personally, that they care too much about other people's opinions, which is why they're mm-hmm. not actually doing something in their life. Um, have you come across people like that come up to you as a coach and be like, coach, you know, I, I, I really want to do this. This is my passion. This is what I love. But I'm scared to do it because so-and-so is going to laugh at me or my friends are going to think I'm stupid. Or have, have you come across people that come up to you like that? Well, you know, what I've found is a lot of times if somebody is sharing with you not to do something or maybe they're not being supportive, that may come from a place of them having fear, them having doubts, or they might just have jealousy. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I think it's important, you know, if the relationship is meaningful enough is to ask them, is to say, hey, I was just sharing this with you because I was excited. I wasn't saying that I needed you to tell me to do it or not do it, but I find that interesting. Have you maybe had a past experience that didn't work out for you that's causing you to to make me feel like I shouldn't be doing this. Cause the reality is I'm doing it and I'm excited. I'm going to make it work, but I'm just interested and kind of put it back on them Love and that. see if they'll be, see if they'll be honest and vulnerable and transparent with you to understand where it truly comes from. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times it's, it's because maybe they failed and they don't want to see you succeed. And you know, I, 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 it's hard to be that direct. Right. But the reality is that's the truth of the matter. A lot of times, it's somebody else's pain or because they failed and they'd rather see you fail than be successful. And I would just encourage you and all your listeners. And it's what I look for in my life is to surround myself with people who truly love me, care about me and support my goals and my visions and my dreams as I try to attack every day, one day at a time. Yeah, definitely. I I totally resonate with that as well. I mean, because the thing is, right. If we like one of the quotes that I love the most and I've learned since the last five and a half years of me doing personal development, This has always stuck to me, and it's that quote that says, you are, the f- you are the average of the five people that you hang around. And when I started removing like negative friends from my life, I started seeing a massive change up here. I had a massive paradigm shift, and I started connecting with people like yourself, with other inf- influencers from online. Um, and, you know, I think, talk, talk, talk to everyone about a little bit about, like, how can people actually have that mar- paradigm shift? Because there's a lot of people that have passion and purpose, and they really want to do something but they just can't like get themselves to go and do it and take the action because they're just stuck in this comfort zone. Well, I think, I think the key is as simple as it sounds is you have to take time. You've got to slow down and you have to identify what are the dreams? What is the vision? And be clear with yourself. I, I love the question, grab your future and bring it to today and tell me what you see, mm. you know, grab that future, bring it to today and write clearly like, what is it that you see? And you may see a vision, But without action, you will not achieve that vision. So the only way to get the things that you want is to take action. And even if it's small action steps, small action steps right now, take those action steps because it'll lead to confidence. It'll lead to you feeling like you're moving in the right direction towards those goals. And it'll lead to opportunity. And when that opportunity comes, you want to be ready because you've built the disciplines. You've put forth the hard work in order to have the opportunity to be successful and to start writing that vision. 
Yeah, totally. Again, like some of the things that you're saying is like, it just, it just really connects with me a lot because I've been on the kind of personal growth journey, like I said, for over five and a half years now. And it's like, I think that the day that we think that we know everything and that, and that ego like starts to eat us up, that's the day when we totally just die. And I always say to people, make sure you don't think that you always know everything and learn from everyone and anyone. Just be smart who you're taking advice from because some people do give you advice. <clears throat> However, their advice probably probably will affect someone in a negative way. So that's why I always say, if you're surrounded by the right people, the people that want best for you, they want, they want you to be successful, they want you to go and achieve your dreams and your goals, those people are the ones that will obviously help you get closer towards your dream. But something it's, else I actually... Absolutely right. So, oh, sorry. Something else I actually want to um, mention, because I saw from some of your videos that you also talk a lot about, obviously, the burn and, you know, uh, you, and your your YouTube video, um, so your YouTube channel is actually called The Burn, but where did that, how did that all start? Like, because I, I, was, I was just really curious to know, how did that, where did you get the idea of The Burn from? Because obviously, you must have experienced something in your life that caused you to be like, you know what, this is actually like, not the secret, but this is something that's missing in someone's life that they haven't found for them to actually go and do what they love. Yeah, so I was I was sitting in Los Angeles about uh, well, let's see, we're on our uh, we got sixteen episodes in. So I'm similar to the you the way you started your podcast. So I had a friend of mine back in April. He said, "Man, you you need to start a podcast. You need to start your own show. You got to stop messing around. You got to stop procrastinating. What's it going to be? <clears throat> what are you going to be known for? How is this going to work?" And and I ju- it just hit me. It was the burn. And he's like, all right, tell me more about the burn. Tell me more about the burn. His name is Drew Hanlon, and he's, he's one of those coaches that I used. He and I actually coach each other. And so he's a, a wildly successful, one of the top NBA skills trainers in the world. And we're sitting there just brainstorming. And he says, so, so tell me more about the burn. And I said, well, I, everybody talks about why. Everybody talks about purpose. But like, I've always felt like I've got this fire inside of me. And that fire is that burn that lights that purpose on fire. As I mentioned earlier, it lights that why on fire. And without that internal burn, right, it's what's underneath that purpose and that why, and we all have it. But what's that real reason, that fire inside of you that's going to cause you to take action? And that's really what we're wanting is for individuals that come and they subscribe and they watch our show and they stay connected is to recognize that the more you consistently stay connected to that burn, and you can't let that burn go out. You got to keep that burn going is every single day is to connect to that burn. What is that burn? What is that, that, that fire that's going to light up that purpose and that why to cause me to take action? The more you consistently stay focused on that burn, the easier it is to drive your action. I can see it in your eyes right now. This is the type of coach that I am. I can see people's fire. I can see people's passion. And me talking about the burn right now, I can see that fire in your eyes. So when that fire shows up in somebody's eyes, the odds of you getting off of this podcast and saying, oh, I'm not interested in doing anything. I'm just going to go to sleep. is probably not likely. You're going to want to do something with that fire. Mm. So that's why I always encourage people. You stay connected to that burn. You light that purpose on fire every single day. You're going to take action. You're not going to choose to do nothing. Yeah, I, you're right. I mean, like I said earlier, like because I have so much energy, I feel like you know time is running out. I mean, I'm only 26 at the moment, but every single moment of my day is like, so so unique to me and it's so special that I just feel like if I just go and do nothing today then that's just a waste of those couple of hours of my life that I could have been doing something towards my vision so you you, you actually just totally got it got it spot on I mean obviously you've been doing this for a long time so you well, I, I'll, t- I'll tell you something that's interesting so 
my first speaking engagement was actually paid. Now, I had a lot of free ones after that, but I got lucky my first time around, and I was 26 years old. Wow. So the first time I ever spoke, I was 26 years old. I was a financial advisor, not to impress you guys, but to impress upon the point. I got off to a really fast start and a financial firm and said, you got to come to Chicago. I live in St. Louis, Missouri. You need to come to Chicago. You got to tell us what you're doing, like how you're getting all these record sales and how you're doing all this. And so they paid me $500. They paid all my expenses. I was 26 years old. I'm like, this is the thing I like, get paid to do this. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I just, I, I fell in love and there was, that fire was lit on a whole nother level to do this. And so I just, I'm, I'm, once again, I'm, I'm excited for you. It's interesting that, uh, you know, that age that I was 26 when, when I got started. I know you've been on this development journey for a while, so have I. Uh, but that first paid speech was when I was 26. So it's kind of interesting. That's, that's super cool. That just, that just reassures me that I'm actually on the right path because uh, I have been speaking for, um, I would say like the last two years, I've done a few speaking gigs here and there. And this, the end of last year was when I really decided, you know what, like I found my passion and purpose when I was speaking on the stages at, the, at those events. When people come to you and they genuinely say this one sentence, Sadiq, like your energy and your passion, we, feel, we felt you so much that you literally changed our life from your energy. And I thought like, man, like, why am I being so selfish and keeping so much knowledge inside of me when I can start a podcast, when I can make videos on Instagram and impact people in person? And I always yeah. tell people now that stop looking at the numbers. I tell them, focus on actually adding value into people's lives. Don't look at the, the views and the, and the likes you're going to get on Instagram. Actually care about those few loyal people that are genuinely getting value from your content. Amen to that. So yeah, I love that. I love that. Something um, I was listening to um, your podcast with the Andy Dane Carter show. Yep, and it was it was really really interesting actually listening to that. Um, something that I that I was, that I really wanted to touch on actually from from that episode that you spoke to him about was you were talking about um, the time when this coach was um, you. I can't I can't remember exactly what it was when it's a time when you had this with this coach looked into this guy's eyes and 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 he was like the best. I think NBA player um, and he looked into this guy's eyes and he, and that fire came from him and he reassured that guy that, you know what, I'm on the right path and I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do this in my life. And that burn, he found that burn from, from looking at that coach's eyes and what he just said to him at that moment. Did you remember that story? Well, I, 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 you'd have to give me the, the name. I need a, a little bit more there. Okay. Um, in, in order to, to pick that up. It's the one where you were at the, there were three of you, you were at this round table and well, you, you, went, you, you went with, I think it was Will and you went and sat on the sofa. And, and the other guy was, was just about to go into a speaking um, event and he went. Oh, no, no, no. That's a, that's an NFL story. That's an oh, NFL my, story. My, yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so it's uh, Ray, Ray Lewis. So oh, Ray okay, Lewis yeah, that's it. Yeah, a, yeah. Ray Lewis is a Hall of Fame NFL football player, and Will Compton is actually the first NFL player that I ever worked with. There's actually an ESPN article right here on my wall with, uh, with Will Compton. And, and, yeah, you know, Will had an opportunity to meet this mentor that he had never met, and Ray Lewis, who's one of the greatest motivators of all time, and Ray Lewis, who's one of the greatest football players of all time, walks in, and he and I were going to be speaking that night. Will had the opportunity to meet this mentor that he had never met, and Will and I go to sit on this couch, and Ray Lewis and I had been smoking a cigar at this big table at the Ritz, and he stands up, and he walks over to Will, and he gets right in his face, pretends like I'm not even sitting there, and he tells Will, he's like, Will, you ready for me to take you to school? 
And he helped Will understand that when he took personal accountability for himself and broke down that one yard, that one yard on his own game film, right? So athletes break down game film to figure out where they can get better. So it wasn't necessarily the coach. It was Ray Lewis saying, I've got to go find this for myself. And he found within that one yard, it was the difference for him to compete at a completely different level. And you could see that fire in his eyes. I mean, it was like I had seen in videos of Ray Lewis and you could see Will's eyes get fired up. And what's interesting is Ray Lewis shared that with Will. Will took breaking down game film even more serious and Will ended up going that season and becoming a captain with the Washington Redskins when a handful of years before he was an undrafted free agent with the Redskins. So it's truly incredible what happens when you see coaching and you see mentorship and you see somebody who takes personal accountability for themselves. Mm, yeah, I love that. I love that because when I, so again, like from that story, just, it just reassures me personally that you, we can never we can never believe that we know everything we have to always be open to having those coaches and mentors in our life that just share like that one sentence or that one thing that can completely give someone that paradigm shift well i was just gonna say it doesn't matter what level of success you have it's continuing to surround yourself with those people who challenge you and it's continuing to challenge yourself to be the best that you can be no, definitely. Definitely. So I know we're going to run out of time really, really soon. Um, so something that I do at the, at the end of my show is called the final four. So I have four questions that I, I just wrote down just before I started the podcast with you. And you basically just have to answer it with the first thing that comes into your head. Um, so it's going yeah, to be, be a random question. The first one is actually, what's the biggest impact that you actually personally want to leave behind after you've gone from, from, this, from this earth? I want to continue to write my mother's story and have the chapters that I write about her by inspiring others to connect to their legacies, cause them to live differently in their lives. Amazing. I love that. It's basically like, like having that ripple effect of impacting others who impact <coughs> others who impact others, right? It's all about legacy. It's all about legacy. Yes, sir. For sure. Okay, the second question I have for you is, what would you advise people in their 20s to 30s on how to find their purpose? So ask yourself that question, grab your future and bring it today. Don't allow your fears, your doubts, your uncertainties to hold you back from spending time on your purpose. The easy answer is I'm young, I don't think about my purpose, but figure out the things that you want in the future and then attach the reason why you want to go and achieve those things. And it'll help you define clarity in your purpose. Amazing. I love that. I love that so much. Um, the third question I have is which two books that you've read would you recommend for everyone listening right now to go and grab today to, to go and read? So the first one is Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. And the second one is Discover Your, Your, Discover Your Destiny by Robin Sharma. Amazing. Cool. So definitely everyone has to go and pick those two books, including myself, because I haven't read those actually. So I'm definitely going to go pick those up. The last question I have for you, Ben, before you leave is how can someone overcome fear in their life? Because this is something that I've, I get asked a lot. So you, you can overcome fear by taking action in spite of your fears. So my mentor, John Gorwell, says, what do faith and fear have in common? It's a future that hasn't happened yet. So you can either be faithful, you can be fearful. You can't have both. So have faith in yourself. Don't ever stop fighting. Take the necessary action. And I'll leave you with the greatest life I ever learned from anybody. And that was my mom. And how long you live, it's how you choose to live your life. Love that. 
Ben, thank you so much for being on for for spending your your your, your busy from coming out of your busy schedule to spend time with me. Thank you so much for all the wisdom and everything you shared on the podcast. I'm super grateful, and I just can't wait to just be, stay connected with you and, and learn and learn much more from you, and and hopefully do something again in the future. Well, I appreciate uh, the opportunity to you and all your listeners and, and reach out, and uh, I'll look forward to staying connected. Keep good fighting. For sure. Thank you so much. Take care of yourself. You too. If you're still there, I just want to say a massive thank you for your attention and your time. It really means a lot to me. Please do me one favor and subscribe to this podcast, share it with your friends and leave a rating on whichever platform you're listening to this. It would honestly mean the world to me. Thank you so much once again. I hope that this episode brought value and inspiration into your life and I'll see you guys next week.